On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Seth Goodyear. Mr. Goodyear is the Director of Communications at Notre Dame University of Maryland. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Seth Goodyear, thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me on the show. So I get to travel again. So, uh, Seth, you were kind enough to host the podcast. We are on the beautiful campus of Notre Dame. This place is nice. It's a gorgeous day, and it accentuates all of our beautiful features here on campus. Yeah, when I parked and I was walking across, you came out to meet me. I appreciate that. And we were thinking, wow, if we had some electricity out here, we could sit outside. It's still not that hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. You could picture perfect day here. But we are inside, uh, the air conditioning is nice, and we are in the athletic facilities. And I think you told me it's the MBK? Yes, this is the MBK Sports Complex. Do we know what the MBK stands Marion for? Marion Burke Knott, and that is the person who gave our initial donation for the center to be built. Okay, cool. So let's not go too far. Mm-hmm. I jump right into all the, the fancy what's going on now, but we need to learn a little bit about you, sir. Are you go- okay with that? 100%. Can we go back to high school? Yep. Where'd you go? Where'd you, where are you from and where'd you go to high school? So I'm from central Pennsylvania. I went to Boiling Springs High School, home of the Boiling Springs Bubblers. According to USA Today, the fourth worst mascot name in the country. Very proud to be a bubbler. You got to be to have uh, colors be purple and gold and be <laughs> set with that as a mascot. Um, you know, uh, my journey through sports has been a little bit different. Uh, I, I was a five foot one asthmatic entering high school, so sports were something that I absolutely had a huge passion for and loved, but couldn't necessarily play. I'd played basketball, football, baseball, little, all kinds of sports growing up, but you know, just not talented enough to really pursue that at the next level. Um, but I wanted to be involved. So I was, you know, the manager for a women's basketball team. I kept stats for football. Whatever was kind of needed, I filmed and was around the athletic department in general because it was just something I was so passionate about and wanted to be a part of. So I would, I would looking at you, I would have guessed that you're a football player. So <laughs> I, you, you could have sold me on that. I would have went for it. <laughs> I, luckily, I grew. Maybe a tight end, defensive l- end. Luckily, I grew going into my senior year in college. Somehow I got another two inches my uh, freshman year of college and helped me fill out to be a little bit more built guy. But, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't the easiest start there. <laughs> so great segue. Thank you for doing that. So you mm-hmm. went to college. Where'd you go for the college? 
So I went to Penn State Harrisburg. I started there in August of 2008 and was a communications major, graduated with my degree in communications in the December of 2012 from Penn State Harrisburg. What was really cool is they started their athletic department into the D3 model in 2007. So I got to be a part of their athletic department right off the bat, which was a huge opportunity for me to learn. And they were looking, at the time they had three full-time employees and they were looking for all the students to help be involved. And it was a great opportunity for me to learn a ton about athletics. That's cool. So you mentioned D3 and that's that's something uh, a lot of people, I know think about and talk about mm-hmm. um and it and it can be a little confusing mm-hmm. um d1 d2 d3 the level of competition mm-hmm. is is different mm-hmm. but then the scholarships associated with those are different so yep. you you said penn state harrisburg was d3 yes they're a division three school and i'm guessing notre dame university is d3 also yes they're also an ncaa division three school how, how does that work do they are there no scholarship athletes i guess so, there's no sports how's that work so um at the d1 and the d2 level there's scholarship levels so like for division one football it's 83 scholarships that you currently have on your roster and that's how you're starting working down at d2 you have right around 42 scholarships and you have partial and you'll be able to hand those out in different amounts at d3 there's no athletic scholarships across the board. Now, I will say that we have academic scholarships that all students are eligible for. Anything that all students are eligible for, the athletes are also eligible for. So we do the best we can to try to set up those students in in a position to be successful. Our women's uh, lacrosse coach, Carrie LeBerry, is also our... um, she helps with the recruitment process. So she'll go through and find scholarships that those kids are eligible for and help them get as many dollars as what they can and aid to make the process as affordable as possible. That makes sense. And I realize as the director of communications, the scholarship stuff is probably not exactly in your wheelhouse, but you're probably communicating that stuff to people too. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's something that I talk about. I do a lot of the marketing materials that go out to the student athletes and we, we do one sheets that go out with all the information about our coaches and stuff. And through my journey through athletics, I've been in a lot of different roles, including that kind of a role. So I've learned a lot about that process. So you're making my job really easy, sir. You just gave me another perfect segue. So you went to uh, Penn State Harrisburg, but this isn't your first job out of school. Tell me, tell me about the path of, of professional path that led you here to, to uh, Notre Dame. So um, my last semester at Penn State Harrisburg, I started as their game day, their assistant game day director and their assistant equipment manager and also an assistant softball coach. So I was a part of all three of those at the same time and learning. And they were full-time hours with part-time pay, as I like to tell people. You have to kind of earn your way in the door in athletics. It's a highly competitive field, and it was a huge opportunity for me to learn. So I set up and ran all the game days, managed all the equipment for all the athletes, all the laundry, and then coached softball on top of that, which was a really cool experience. It, ta- it taught me a lot and made me diversify who I was and pushed me to be a better person. And I'm so appreciative of all those opportunities. After a couple of years of doing that, I got the full-time job as the head equipment manager at McDaniel College, another Division three school. So we ran all the events down there for all their sports teams and got to host the first round of the NCAA tournament for women's soccer, which oh, was an nice. incredibly cool experience and be the site manager for that. Also got to be a facilities manager when our facilities manager, Phil Smith, was injured. So I got to oversee the installation of a turf field and uh, locker rooms, which was a really cool experience. I kind of transitioned out of that and wanted to use my degree a little bit more. went back to Penn State Harrisburg to be an assistant uh, sports information director, which my field has a couple names. You'll hear athletic communications. You'll hear SID. You'll SID, hear SID. Yeah. SID. 
um, we have many names, but one purpose. And, we're and I think it's there. leaning more towards, the, the industry is le- leaning more towards communications. Yes. That SID term is kind of old school. It, it's kind of fading. Um, the organization that houses all of us and makes us all one big community, the COSIDA has changed their name to the Co- Collegiate Sports Communicators, CSC. So you can see how it's kind of moving Absolutely. and encouraging in that direction. So um, I went back there, and then after uh, spending some time at Penn State Harrisburg, I went to Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio, where I was their um, sports information director. I also served as their head softball coach during COVID, which was a very interesting time and a challenging time, and I also served as their compliance director during that time. So wearing a couple different hats. <laughs> slash, slash, slash. That, that's D3 athletics. you got to wear a lot of hats to, you know, kind of learn the ropes and be as valuable as possible. Absolutely. You're here now. You're here at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. We're on Charles Street. I've mm-hmm. uh, been here for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And it's an all women's school, yes? Yes. Until about September 1st. And then oh, things oh, hold are on. So, so it is. We're, when are we recording this, uh, Seth? We're in May of 2023. We're June 1st. We're June, June, oh, yeah, you're June 1st, 1st. of 2023. Mm-hmm. And for the last 150 to 200 years, yes, this it's has been yep, a proud female institution. Yep, since 1895, when the first degrees in the United States were given to women here at Notre Dame of Maryland, it has been an all female school. So and I think I read on the website it was six women graduating the first year. And you 100%. can look up their names if you want. 100%. They're there. I can't, I can't rattle those off for remember. you, but I promise you they're there. But I can't, I just read it this morning. I think two were from Baltimore. So mm-hmm. the other four were for like from as far away as California. So mm-hmm. the, this was a big deal being an all women's mm-hmm. institution. Yep. But no mas. No mas. It's changing for the fall of 2023. All right. So are there going to be men's sports too? Yes. So our first year, we're going to have uh, men's soccer compete in the fall. We're also going to have a men's cross country team that competes um, in. Our leagues are merging. The, the Colonial States Athletic Conference and the United East are merging. So I don't know what the name of the conference is going to be. That's something they're determining in the next couple of weeks. So we'll wait to see. How, in that league, in a Division Three league, that's probably one of those two names. Um, and then in the winter, we will have our, our men's basketball team make their debut here in MBK. That's that's crazy. So I'm um, guessing you have a bunch of women's sports that have been playing for years. I'm trying to look at the website. It's over 10. It's a bunch. Yeah, we had a ton. We have uh, field hockey and women's soccer and women's cross country that run during the fall and take place during the fall. Then we have our women's basketball team. Shout out to them as they captured their first ever conference title this year. It was such an amazing experience having two uh, three years ago. They had they went 0-24 in conference play. They turned it all the way back around and now capturing their first ever conference title was a really cool experience this past winter. And in the spring, we have women's lacrosse, track, tennis, and softball. So your job is to know what's going on in athletics here at Notre Dame. I am the, I am the, pol- I'm on the pulse of it. Everything that goes on comes through my desk. So what else do you do? Give me, give me a day in the life of a sports communications so, director or athletics communications director in Notre Dame. Is so, there, are you behind the desk? Or are you out and about? Are you watching lots of games? I, I'm a little bit of everywhere. So, you know, in my role, I am in charge of statting all of our home contests and managing the website for those stats and getting them out to the NCAA, the opposing schools, all those appropriate sites. I oversee the live stream of all of our home contests, so make sure that we're producing that and getting that out. I run all of our social media pages and oversee all of the team individual social media pages. I do all of the graphic design for the athletic department. I do all of the photography for the athletic department at the home games. I manage the student workers <laughs> at the home games and uh, you know try to make sure that they're in the position to be possible 
Thanks. I'm, I'm looking around and going, where's the rest of your staff, <laughs> Seth? I mean, you got this beautiful three, four, six. How, how big is your staff? Cur- currently, it's one. We're hopefully going to be adding a GA for the fall. Uh-oh, so, we're an acro- acronym-free zone here, sir. Oh, I'll, I'll uh, what's gradu- a, a graduate assistant. How, how, how's that work? So um, our graduate assistant program will offer somebody the opportunity to get their master's degree paid for in part by the university. It will also offer them $10,500 and room and board here on campus in one of the dorms to come and be a part of it and work 28 hours a week with me. Wow. So it's a great opportunity, great learning opportunity um, to continue to get that degree and get it partially paid for so it doesn't come out of your pocket. Have you hired that person yet? Uh, we're in the process. So that's kind of unique because you need someone who's looking for a graduate degree. Mm-hmm. It needs to be one that's offered by the university. Mm-hmm. They need to be willing to put in the time mm-hmm. and effort. They have to have the skill set. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you could grab someone who maybe is here. What do you? I know you have a physician assistant here, mm-hmm. but that person may not be interested in sports. Yep. So that's so, a pretty unique yep. thing. Probably, you, you probably can, like finding a coach. Yes, it's <laughs> it's it's like thread the needle. It's hard to find the right kind of person to do it and. You know, it's it's definitely somebody we're talking to people nationwide, trying to find somebody who's willing to come and do that. And this will be the first time they've ever had a GA in the athletic department. Wow. So well, good luck excited, with that. Yeah, we're excited about the potential, and I'm excited to have a little bit of help. So, <laughs> How about coaching staff? Where do you find coaches? And, and do you just – I know you're probably not the guy that hires, but mm-hmm. you're probably involved in his D3. Yep. So well, how do you – did you already get your men's coaches? Yeah, so our men's coaches are in place. Um, we're really excited about the staff that we brought on board. I'm going to start with our men's basketball coach. Um, he's uh, TJ Jordan. He was a local high school basketball coach here in the area. Um, he played also in the area and played at St. Mary's College in the Division Three level. He's brought a huge amount of energy to our Was program. he at McDonough? Yes, he was at McDonough. Okay, okay. So he was the head coach at McDonough. He was the JV coach and then took over as the high school coach. A lot of connections. You know, he's done a great job infusing energy right into the program we love i mean he's had 50 kids on campus for tours we're really excited about the program that he's going to be able to roll out on the floor day one like we really believe that they can compete that's awesome so we're excited um frank olashevsky who was at towson university for 30 couple years and then when towson uh, um ended their program he went to uh St. Francis University out in Pittsburgh. He's come back to the area, and he is leading our men's soccer program. Obviously, you need a lot more guys in men's soccer to make an impact, but Frank's doing a great job. He has some international contacts, which should continue to diversify an already diverse campus and create a really unique element here. We're hoping that 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 program can build itself. And then we have Chris uh, Humphreys, who is uh, (laughs) – he works in Washington, D.C. Um, for a couple different organizations there, and he's going to take over our cross-country men and women's programs. He's got a military background, served in Iraq, and you know we're really thankful. He's a really down-to-earth, smart guy, understands the fitness and that kind of stuff, and we're hoping to bring in a couple of their programs along with having Chris here and host a couple of marathons and races on campus. Marathons, pass. Yeah, not, 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 my, not my speed, not <laughs> my speed. <laughs> the <laughs> asthma kind of eliminates me from that. So, Seth, I could talk to you all day, and I, and I don't want to belittle or, mm-hmm. or not talk about the women's programs because mm-hmm. they're a huge part of the, the history of this this institution. Mm-hmm. Um, but the men's programs are newer, and, mm-hmm. and they're kind of interesting. Maybe sometime I'll come back, then and we'll talk about that. I'm mm-hmm. also sensitive to your time. I really appreciate the time you, mm-hmm. you spent with me and let me on campus. And the people that listen to the podcast mm-hmm. probably don't have lots of time. Mm-hmm. I know my attention span is a little longer than a goldfish, <laughs> but not much longer. Mm-hmm. I like to end with advice. Mm-hmm. So I, we talked about this briefly before we started mm-hmm. recording. 
if there was someone in the high school, ninth, mm-hmm. tenth, if there was a tenth grade Seth mm-hmm. Goodyear up there with the bubblers, mm-hmm. if you know, or since you do know what you know now, mm-hmm. what would you tell that that tenth grade Seth Goodyear, that that guy that maybe wasn't in sports but mm-hmm. wants to stay sports adjacent, maybe into communication? Do you have any advice for for Seth Goodyear, the tenth grader? I would say if you're passionate about something, don't let anything stop you from chasing it. You, you have to. Everything in life is difficult. You're always going to have setbacks. You're always going to have things that get in your way. And just because you're an athlete doesn't mean that you can't be involved in athletics. You can have a passion for what you do and you can love what you do. And that makes such a big difference. The other thing I would say is you, you don't turn anything down. The, my mom my mom told me the more you can do, the more valuable you are, the harder you are to get rid of. And I, I, it, it's it's been a huge benefit for me it's, it's helped me get in so many different roles and learn so many different things that you know I, I always tell people it's a really unique skill set I don't know where, else, where else I could take it and be successful with but I've learned so much and it's been an opportunity and I, I'm, I'm glad I haven't shied away from those opportunities so they're the two things I would tell kids. That, that is great advice thank you before we go how can we follow uh, Gators Athletics here at Notre Dame so um, well, you can check out our website NDMU Athletics uh, edu um it's it's up we have uh, all their schedules articles all that fun stuff that i do is there um we also are all over the social medias facebook twitter instagram ndmu gator uh, um, gator sports um, find us there each one of our team pages are linked onto those pages so if you're interested in one of those sports feel free to look there you can contact the coaches from there and if you're interested in coming here great way to get in touch with us all right, before we go, what's the first fall sport uh, event that is happening come so, August or so? So the first fall sport on September 1st here, women's soccer will take on uh, Gallaudet. All right, you're going to have to make a prediction now. I'm going to call you out on this. Who's winning that one? We're winning that one 3-1. to one. All right, you heard it here first, Gators 3-1. to one. Mr. Goodyear, thank you so much. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.